0: Good evening, guys. I am your host, Erica Nicole Mason. I am joined by my fellow panelist, Ben.
1: Hello, my name is Benjamin Moore. I design a language arts learning system for children where I use music, dance, lyricism, and the theater as teaching tools. So I rap, I dance, I sing, I act, and I teach kids, pre-K through 8th grade, all, the, um, all about linguistics, which is the science of language. Uh, my PhD is actually in teaching and learning with a concentration in language and literacy. Uh, and my master's and bachelor's degrees of open linguistics
0: awesome and lewis johnson at men love Right. my name is
2: lewis johnson um, born and raised in brooklyn new york uh, men love and write is actually uh, a a name that it's actually an organization that i'm trying to start up which helps men to help young men love right um, and not just in relationships but their families their homes their communities their god is to really help them bring all that together so that um, your relationship can be much better with your family, and um, so far it's going so well. Um, at Men Love and right is my Instagram page, also uh, Lewis Johnson at Facebook. Um, I also graduated with uh, my graduate my graduate degree was information systems, which is funny because um, it's more for, it's more in that digital stage, and I want to learn about the digital age of relationships. Um, I'm also certified in NL- NLP, which is called Neuro Linguistic, Pro- Neuro Linguistic Programming, and it deals with um, helping people with trauma and helping people with uh, showing them a different pattern from the way they've been going, especially if they desire to have something different in their life to change. So, but thank you. I'm glad to be here.
0: Oh, awesome. And the beautiful Kate? Um,
3: yeah, I am an actor. I now own my own uh, production company. I've been doing music videos for clients of mine. Um, I also sing. I've done some modeling. Um, I improv. Uh, I'll tell a joke if you pay me enough. Uh,
4: yeah, that's me. Awesome. My good and best friend Jalon. Hey guys. Um, I was born in New York, Queens, New York. So I still represent New York, although I live in Atlanta, Georgia or somewhere in Georgia. Um, I am in the medical field. I've always wanted to be in the medical field, so I'm doing what I love. I do high-risk ultrasound for pregnant women. Um, love my job. I have a 15-year-old son. Um, yeah, I'm a single mom, and I'm so ecstatic to be a part of the Purple Mike. All right, awesome. So tonight's
0: conversation is Cuddy Buddies. Ben, what
4: is a cutty buddy? <laughs>
1: like seriously, well, what is a cutty buddy? Do uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> Say, well now. You I say knew
4: what I never actually meant like what a cutty buddy was.
1: Yeah, well, so a cutty buddy is, is a person that you just have a physical relationship with. I think it comes from like the use of the term "getting some cut up." You know what yep. I'm saying? Like I used to say that years ago. Like I'm getting some cut up, and that was like. You a, a euphemism for saying you're gonna have coitus. So, uh, so yeah. So a cutty buddy is a person that you get some cutty from, um, and they're your buddy in that regard. So, yes.
0: Kate,
3: have you heard this term before? I cutty. That's the first time I've ever heard that.
1: It's great. You say from the south, right? It's from the south? Yeah.
3: I <laughs> it feel like maybe different generation? I've never really like that's new to me. Um, I'm used to like fuck buddy, right? I'm used to fuck buddy, that's I'm used to that or fuck boy.
2: Uh, a <laughs> different, a little different. Kind of course,
0: a little different okay. I love it. I love Kate. Uh, what about you, Lewis?
2: I've I've heard of it before. Um, someone you know, you just that's that's your girl, that should do when you know Tom and e, whatever it is. it's actually a person you feel comfortable with and coming over or doing whatever you want to do. And there's no strings attached.
0: Awesome. Okay, so let's get into the question answer. I I just really want to know because this entire topic, in fact, is interesting. What is the connection between a man and a woman making them skip the art of love, commitment, and go directly to the sheets? So we're talking about the desires of quote unquote flesh, why are we skipping the art of love? Everything that we discussed in episode one, uh, when we talked about game and you know the maturation of a relationship, and just saying, you know what, let's skip all that. Let's just get the gratification in this. Why?
4: I think the emphasis on marriage and long-term relationship has um, gotten lost in translation somewhere. Um, the divorce rate is on the rise. I even just was randomly looking on Google just looking at something else and just you know seeing the the rates at which people are getting divorced especially because of the pandemic as well it's just it's high i don't know what in life people are looking for and that's just the honest truth um, because we all grew up even if we grew up in a single parent home or even if we our parents were married at some point We in our youth probably have decided at some point if we wanted it or not. Mm -hmm. Changed our mind, went back, you know, just in our everyday life, is that something for me? Can I see myself being married? Um, And I think a lot of people have kind of deviated from that path. I think a lot of people just want the convenience of not getting involved,
3: Mm
4: -hmm. um, being with whoever they wanna be with without any strings attached. It just takes the pressure off. It's very convenient for people to kind of move around. So I think love has just been lost in translation. I mean, if you ask 50 people in a room what love means, you'll probably get 50 different answers. Um, So I just feel like um, a lot of people aren't looking for love. They're looking for lust. And so they find that in just getting with somebody, satisfying a craving that they have, and then moving on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, that's fulfilled. Let me just, I, I, I'm good. I can move on now, so.
2: Great as love is, and, and as, as beautiful as it is, it's also painful, right? We know it's painful. We know it's its something that um, is hard to find um, because it cannot be defined. Um, and I think you can get the feeling, um, that people have a misconception of, they, they think they can only get the feeling of the sexual feeling through having great love and you don't have, you don't necessarily need great love to get the sexual feeling. Mm -hmm. And what people have found out, and this is a well years history that no one could really figure this out. Um, Even from biblical terms, and that's why, you know, you know, the Bible talks about, you know, saving yourself until your marriage or saving sex for only marriage, because it brings on such different emotions and thought process and painful things. It directs your life. It's a it's a game changer. You can go in as cut buddies. Right. And it can be someone you're sleeping with. And next thing you know, it's like someone's catching feelings.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's not like you treat each other dirty because you still treat each other nice. I mean, you cool. This is it, it is what it is. But then someone oversteps the bounds. I don't care what you say. And then what creeps in is that undeniable feeling of wanting to be with someone who, you know, who you love being around. And love creeps in. Love has a way of coming and experiencing and really attacking you in a certain way that's uncontrollable, um, whether you're ready for it or not. It's mm-hmm. what you do with it. And the fact that we don't know what to do with it once it comes is the mere reason why we so jacked up sometimes and not really engaging with it correctly. So I think we play Russian roulette when we go straight to the game of sex, mm-hmm. right? Because there is a possibility that things change. God made it a reason he, we're human beings. He made it for that reason that you know it is a game changer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm not saying what he's trying to do, but he said, if you're going to do it, do it with someone that you're going to, that you designed to be with. Because without it, you start hurt comes because you're going to hurt someone when it doesn't match up like it's supposed to, or they're not your forever. Because that person that you want to be with, you want them to be with you forever. Like, wow, I want this feeling. I want this whole thing with you all the time. And I think we get that mess, we get that mixed up, and which causes hurt and pain.
3: I don't think it's always necessarily skipping love. I think people have more love for other things. Um, It's not, I do agree with what um, both the other people said, but I think sometimes it's more, I love me right now. And there are some things that are better with not just me. And I'd like to have this person for that one thing, but right now I'm loving me. That's where my love is. So it's not necessarily a lack of love. It's just sometimes turned more inward than focused on what love you need from another person.
0: I love the way that we all, you know, both genders, we can, you know, seesaw on this topic because I know for myself, you know, stemming from, um, biblical roots, I Totally, like I said, you know, in our previous episodes before, you know, the whole casual thing, you know, for me is like, yeah, I'm, I'm good because I'm exchanging souls. I'm exchanging, you know, um, spirits and it's, it's much deeper. I think, you know, to Louis's point, I definitely agree with the fact that, you know, who you interchange with, you know, a lot of things can grow from that, you know, um, which is not a bad thing, but in the end, if it's not mutual yeah, it can leave. Um, a crimson stain. So that's that's really dope that both of you have different perspectives um, on love. Um, okay, so is a woman disrespecting herself and her value if she lays with a man and gives him sex, though consensual?
1: So, <laughs> well, first of all, um, you know, kind of going back to that, that original question, um, I think that this happens when, kind of a little bit of what everybody was saying, like in terms of like when the when the weight of the commitment or the weight of commitment itself is just too heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's sometimes when you come out of a relationship, you just you're weary from it. Like like Lewis said, you know, it's like relationships as much as, as good as they are, they are tough. You know what I'm saying? And it takes a lot of out like a lot out of you. And so post relationship or even like you know when you're not really looking for that long-term commitment, sometimes you you make those types of decisions. And uh, to Kate's point, I don't think it's actually a lack of love. Like it's not that you're you're shunning love because you're sleeping with somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's just more so that you um, are in a space where you know you have a specific set of needs, and like you said, it's it's better it's better with someone else. You know what I'm saying? Like I think man and woman, we I mean, were universally, cosmo- uh, cosmologically, you know, biologically, different. and so that union is something that I mean, literally begets life after it, so it's, it's just a strong union and we all want that um so at any rate uh if, if there's a woman is a woman different or do I look at women differently no not necessarily I think if you either given you know if you for the streets and for the community that's one thing but I think that if you're making if you're if you're trying to vibe with somebody and y'all have a vibe and y'all might not y'all might not think it's going to be forever but at least y'all know that y'all have enough you know y'all on the same frequency y'all can serve y'all can uh serve each other for what you all need for each other in that moment. And for, you know, some people in your life for a reason or a season or a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And so that might not be your lifetime person, but they could be a season person and somebody you can rock out with on you know, whatever level of intimacy you want. And you, you know, you move from there. Um, I do understand the both perspectives because I mean, the union between man and woman is something that's sacred. It is a very sacred union because again, it creates life, literally our species perpetuates because of the union between man and woman and so it, yes it's a very heavy thing and I get that um but again because we're sentient beings we can make certain decisions and um I definitely think that if you're going to engage in that you still have to keep all those things in mind that you're talking about you have to keep in mind that you want to have somebody that's on your level you know what I'm saying you can't just be, you know I be personally you still got to be even even though you're not choosing somebody for, for forever you still got to be choosing you know what I'm saying like, you got to, that person that you're going to rock out with like that, they need to be on your level, your energy, on your energy, on your frequency. And if they're not, then you start getting these, you know, this disharmony with energies and spirits like you were talking about, like, um, and that's when you have this, you know, create these toxic environments. But so, with that being said, you know, yeah, long-term, you know, you want that forever sacredness, but, you know, it is possible. I think you can do it in a healthy way, be with somebody um that's not forever, but, services you and her or you all both uh, in the moment.
0: Jalan, is a woman disrespecting herself and her value if she lays with a man and gives him sex though consensual?
4: No, I don't think so. I think we, God created us for sex. Yes, inside of marriage. Yes, inside the confines of the covenant. Um, But we all are human beings. We have done the do, all of us. But I don't think it's disrespect. I'm
1: still a virgin. I'm joking. I'm joking. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> right? Damn. Why are these like, why got a strange look? Like, what?
4: what? Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's a disrespectful thing. Uh, you know, if you're, even if you were not in a committed relationship, like Kate said, you know, if, if you're inwardly loving yourself and you're you've decided to do that with someone, you made a decision, you're a grown person, you decided that's what was best for you in the moment. And you go with that, you know, um, we're we're grown, we're not kids, there's no pedophilia going on, you know, it's nothing like, you know, if it's forceful, then, you know, that's not even the woman's fault. Um, But yeah, if it's consensual, it's something that you want to do, something that you want to engage in, no, it's nothing degrading or anything like that. It's
2: a decision. I think hmm. if you're always going to define what your value is by what somebody else say, then hmm. you know that means you you don't know your own value. Hmm. So to say that sex dev- devalues you, um, it's probably where you put your value. Hmm. Um, if that because there's some people who just do it and like what I'm still getting paid. I don't care what you think. My value is good. You know, you know I still do this. I still get you know whatever, and you know, I'm still doing what I need to do. So what you think about me um, doesn't matter. So I think it's in the the individual and how they perceive themselves. Um, I know I usually tell women have have asked me that question. You know, if I sleep with somebody does that, why does the guy either, does that you know make him feel like he don't wanna be with me anymore or the chase is gone. I'm like, listen, you have to be a lady. It depends on what the man is looking at and what he's chasing. Mm -hmm. If he's not chasing you for sex, but he's chasing you for who you are as a woman. Then sex does not do anything from a devaluing standpoint, mm-hmm. because if he's still interested, because we we know people that sleep with each other, you know, for the first time or really early, and they're together. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of ver- different variables that are actually in there. Um, but I think if you carry yourself as a lady, and you know what your value is, and it's not sex, then I mean it shouldn't be. It doesn't really affect anything what somebody else say
0: awesome so i'm going to um switch gears for a minute i just want to hear from the fellas for one second okay and i'm going to switch the question around does a man's view of that woman diminish does she carry less value in his eye so you're dating this this chick um maybe not dating again you're just cutty buddies you guys just cuddle spoon hold kick it you know midnight hour phone calls whatever. Do you feel some type of way after a moment once you've been kicking it with her for a while? Like, you know what, Mm, had you, I know what you're about, I'm used to you. Do you start to look at her value? Has it gone down in full totality?
1: Okay, so in the general mental sphere, you know what I'm saying? And I I hope I'm used, like there's so many different connotations to what that word means, but just in a general amendment. I think that sometimes some men can't have that mentality because it's, it's the whole, um, what is it? Um, new, new is always better, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So you're gonna have dudes that are chasing that. They it's always new is always better. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be the truth. That's gonna be the case sometimes, but that's not always the case. You know what I'm saying? Um, one of my favorite artists, RJ Three Thousand, and uh, he has a one of his um, albums the Love Below. He talks about like he has a whole skit where he's he just slept with this woman and then like it's, like the next day is the morning after. And like, they're both having like these internal monologues about what happened, what occurred and their their thoughts and everything. And, and that's one of the things he said. She's like, you know, he's gonna think I'm some kind of hoe. And he's like, I know she thinks she's some kind of hoe, but that just makes me know she wants, she knows she won out of life. You know, so I think that with that being said, some men take that perspective. Like, I just know what she's about, you know what I'm saying? And if it's good, we could rock out, then, you know, it could continue on to perpetuate. Um, I think that there can be a number of factors to why somebody will... You know, shift their gears or shift their um, affections for someone. Sex can be one of them, definitely yes, and and having that. But I don't think that that's an end all be all, or that that's the only factor, or it's the even the main factor. Um, typically, if a man is having having sex with a woman regularly, it takes a little bit for him to not not to stop rocking with her. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not just gonna just automatically just stop. You know, it's, it's other factors there. You know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, I think that. A woman's value. I, me personally, I, I would never diminish the woman's value just because we had, you know, intimate, you know, encounter. Hell, I, I could be the same way. Like she can look at me like I'm a hoe too. You know what I'm saying? Like so, you know, for me, it's just all about just having a, a mutual understanding and um, and valuing play, placing value on the whole the whole of a person and, and the totality of a person.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it goes. I mean, I think it goes back to again what you value and what you're looking for because I mean, again, you meet someone and again the chemistry, the vibe could be good. And things can just kind of flow like it like the night is going beautifully, and you just engage in that. And it could be a beautiful thing. Um, and something beautiful can come out of that if your heart and mind is in line with each other. Because if it's not, then you're emotionally imbalanced and you don't know what you really want. If you allow sex to be the dictator of a woman. Um, a lot of people don't understand, but they do that a lot for some of these men. You 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 can lose a good woman by thinking just because you had sex with her, it's time to move on. I mean, even with the ninety day rule, right? They people talk about the ninety day rule. Even if you waited ninety days and you finally seat with her, it's like okay, I finally got her. On to the next one. Mm-hmm. So whether you slept with somebody in the beginning or in the ending, or you waited or you've been patient, if sex is the only thing that you're going after, um, th- then I mean, what's the point? I I used to think that way when I was younger because I didn't know any better. When you start to realize the value, because I have a lot of value that I put in women, once I start engaging with them and understanding what they're about and what they're and who they are to me as a man, my value go up. So I don't want to devalue that by thinking if I just engage with sex to move her aside and keep it moving. I mean, that just wouldn't be the right thing to do. So.
0: Awesome. So if you're in this type of situation, is it always exclusive or do you guys just get to kind of do what you want to do? Are you free to see other people yet still hang out and do what you do?
1: Yeah, I think those are just the rules that you got to set forth. And those are expectations set forth very early. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that you have those types of conversations. You know, I think you can be in uh, in a physically exclusive relationship with somebody and like still date other people. You know what I'm saying? I think that's possible you know um you can also just have a free-for-all you know what i'm saying you just have that person you just send that emoji they get it you know they send emoji back to y'all you know meet up um and it's just that and you know you do that with whomever else you know um i do think when you start getting to that that's when it start get a little too much for me personally <laughs> no. um but you know uh because it's just you're just mixing too much but um i do think that Again, you can, you can do it in a, in a way that's uh, somewhat healthy without, you know, being for the
2: streets.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Kate, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's your take on that? Is Isn't it a, an exclusive situation or, you know, are people entitled to date and do what they wanna do outside of the Cuddy Buddy dynamic? It's whatever you and that person decide. Like some people it's
3: been in situations where I said, I just don't want to hear about it. When you're around me, you're around me. When you're not around me, you don't exist to me and vice versa. Like, just like when you're around me, just be cool with me. Don't be talking to other people while you're with me. That's it. And it's, it's whatever it's, you know, temporary people for temporary solutions, whatever that is for people in those moments. When they need that. Um, but yeah, it's it's whatever you decide and you tell it's it's mutually agreed upon what it is. When it's not, that's when you get her feelings. When it's, you know, well, this is what it is, and then everyone makes a decision on whether or not that works for them.
4: For me, it's exclusivity all day. That's just how I roll. But again, that everybody's view is different. You know, you do what works for you, what you what you're comfortable with some people can't take that they can't stand the fact that you're out there with me and then you're with other people and it it it's some it calls for a demand of are we exclusive are we date like some type of commitment needs to come about it whereas some people are just like you know what tonight's the night you leave I'll go about my day you know till until we meet again type of situation if we do so you know for me personally exclusivity all day
2: so <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, that conversation need to be held up front. It's a tricky situation. I mean, when you get in it, you in it, and you have to now make a decision because it can go both ways. I mean, if you don't say anything and you use the silent treatment, you're still meeting up, what are you, and you bump heads at one time, kind of makes it, it kind of destroys everything. when um, we all may say, you know, it's good, we're having fun, but the mere fact that you haven't great, and let's say it's great, you know, you're having great sex. The chemistry is good. You know, the, the pillow talk is all that. Cause you're going to do that. I mean, if it's good, you're going to do that. It almost builds some emotional connection and emotional attachment to it. And that's where the problem lies. Well, if it's just, we're doing it just to be doing it. There is some type of it. We're human beings. It's going to happen. Um, and if, you don't say anything, and the minute you see somebody out, or the minute you see that phone get picked up, or a woman call while you laying with that person, I'm, don't get me wrong. You may say, I know we're not doing, you know, we're not exclusive, blah, blah, blah. But in your back of your mind, you're like, what the fuck? I'm just being honest. You're like, man. Then you start thinking, do I want to do this? Mm-hmm. So that conversation up front should be had. What does it look like? I don't know. Honestly.
4: I was in a, a situation.
2: <laughs> Here we go.
4: <laughs> because, right, I know we didn't think about such a where, you know, no clothes on. Nobody had clothes on. But we right before we had a discussion, I'm like, what are you looking for? It's like, oh, I just moved to Atlanta. I'm looking to date around. I was like, okay. And I was like, nope, can't do it. I mean, but naked. Wait,
2: hold on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh.
1: Wow.
4: And I was like, Oof. before that happened.
1: Lord. I was well, like, Lord, I
4: we need see. to talk right Wait, before. Before?
3: before. Oh, you no, before. Uh, that was before. No, oh. no, no. We were, we were naked. So oh, she said oh. right before. Right
4: <laughs> And I was like, so what are you looking for? And I had been in there, and what? he was like, I just moved out
2: I'm looking for those panties to be pulled out. Right. <laughs> that's no, the balls to hit the flow. That's what they I want. Were
1: down. They were down. Nothing was on. Uh, I want that spritz. That's what I want. God that's, I
2: that's not right.
4: Right before we had that conversation, and I was like, you know, that's not for me. Nope. Mm-mm. You ain't going to have hey, me. Bro. So what happened? Did you guys proceed or you just got oh, up? Did not. We just talked and it, it was cool, actually. Oh, okay, <laughs> it went very well, to be honest with you. But at that moment, I, I mean, knew- what's he gonna do? Right,
1: guess me. me so, and my.
4: Right, guess me, a homeboy.
1: Uh, catch you later.
4: <laughs> okay, but you know, nothing happened. It it went actually very well, but it just solidified for me that that kind of stuff is not for me. Like even right up until, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, hey, I lived and I learned oh, it. What if the relationship is toxic, but the sex is good? Where, how do you handle that? You got to make a decision. still, at some point, it's going to come to we continue or we don't. Somebody's going to like one more than the other. And you just have to know what you're diving into. And that's why I said, for me, I used that example with me, before I knew, I know me. And I know I can't handle certain things. So I was like, let me know now, before it goes down, what your intentions are after this goes down. And when you told me, no, you about to play the field. I was like, nope, I can't do it. I cut. I was like, uh-uh, as much
1: as I wanted to. <laughs> we have needs too now. Yeah, right? You good? Yeah. So you went, off, you went off somewhere just then, you okay? You good? Yeah, <laughs> she left it the body took, for a second.
4: It took a lot of,
1: took
4: a lot of restraint, self control to be like, no, I can imagine.
0: It's Like, what if you guys like argue, or you can't stand each other, or you know, and it's just like motherfuckers. Just so that, kind of, that's, you know, like, do you feel like that's okay? <laughs> <all?
1: Hey. laughs> uh, so yeah, I was gonna ask what toxic, like, to define toxic, but yeah, I can <laughs> get to that.
3: Uh... I mean, like I said, you, know, if you don't get on my nerves the second you're on my nerves. Like, especially if you're a whatever, like I've had one whatever and I learned you don't want to be my whatever. Like I am not nice. I'm not nice. I am not nice. You have no patience when it comes to dealing with me. You get none. So the second you don't act right and you do something just stupid, like just be regular is all I'd ask. He got on my nerves, like, cool, you gotta go home. (laughs) I just got here from Brooklyn. You gotta go home. You gotta go home. Like, how brutal. It took me an hour, (laughs) cool. Plenty of time for you to listen to some good music on the way back. Like, I. I just I don't have the patience. It ruins it for me. I don't care how good it like, no, you're stupid. You're on my
1: nerves. Like, I don't y'all some savages, man. Y'all kicking brothers out butt naked. Y'all sending brothers back to New York off. We just got the plane. (laughs) Lord have mercy. But y'all some savages, (laughs) bro. Burrow, you go. Bye. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Sending brothers back to Queens. Golly. So that's the thing. Like, I guess for me, I was trying to like figure out like how toxicity was defined. You know, and I think you you mentioned it earlier, you know, like. It's toxicity, like y'all arguing all the time. It's like contentious. That's one thing. It could also be toxic because they're like, uh it was been said, there's been imbalance in terms of like emotional investment. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that's a little bit more manageable if you're mature enough. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're, if it's that, you know, you know, cause you can talk it out and maybe you can work it out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but the, to- what w- if it's contentious where it's arguing and stuff all the time, unless that's what you're into because some people like that. Some people get, you know, That's aroused. on that
0: BQFM type stuff. Say what now? The BDSM,
1: right? Exactly. Like some people into that, you know. And that's they. Hey, look, whatever you do in your bedroom, whatever you know, get you. We're supposed to go. That's cool. But you know, I think that a hey, contentious relationship, you know, when it's when in it terms of arguments stuff like that, for me, I'm not with that. I don't like to argue. I would rather you know, you know, love and have orgasms than to fight. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so for me, yeah, I think that the contentious relationship and toxicity can't work. But the you know, the emotional investment thing that could be worked out possible.
0: Lewis, do you feel like that's something that can work? Don't say nothing. Just come in. You got the key. Maybe you don't. I left the door
2: unlocked.
0: Let's handle it. Do you feel like that can work? For, I mean, for a moment.
2: I mean, for a moment, because you're really fulfilling a fantasy. That's what it is, hmm. to have what you want when you want it. And just like with anything that you do, there comes a time when it, it gets you know, it becomes regular and the excitement is gone. And then what do you do then? You know, because you already know it's the same person. You already know, I know I can do what I want to do anytime I want to do it. So there's no excitement in that really. I mean, the excitement is in the very beginning. Wow, this is really happening. Wow, there's no connection. But once that go away, it can't last but so long. I don't know how many people do that for years without having something connected to it. Well, if you have a mistress or so, if they become mistress, right? Or they become something, you know, a part of your life. So, and, and to be in something that toxic, I I, I don't want, I probably don't want to deal with it, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's a great segue into my next question, because, um, you know, oftentimes as we get older, we'll know settle down we meet that special someone but what if you do meet that special someone and you find you cannot let that casual buddy go whether it just be that alignment intellectually um the alignment because the sex is great or a chemistry of both what if you find that special someone you get married in six months a year you just can't let that person go how do you handle
1: that I feel like if if that if you're if you really found your person, like for real, for real found your person, then you will be able to let that go. You know what I'm saying? Because they're fulfilling, you know, the sex is gonna be better because that's your person. You know what I'm saying? That you know the the spiritual connection, the mental connection, the emotional connection, the physical mm-hmm. connection is gonna be there because that's your person. You know, what I'm saying? So, so I feel like if if you can't let the other person go, then the person that you chose ain't your person. You know,
2: that's that's how, right. that's how I approach it. Yeah. Oh, great.
3: Marriage, it, it gets boring. It gets boring. Yeah, you know I mean. Like <laughs> look at the same person every day. Like, it's not exciting. It fades like with your you, even your your best friend. You're like, I love that person. But, like, it's not the most exciting thing. I know what they're gonna do, what they're gonna say, things like that. Right. So there is that element that's there, and that that just is what it is. Yeah. And when things aren't great, or even if they're not. If they're just like, okay, if they're not like, ooh. You do have that moment where you think about these other things. Everybody does it. If you say you don't do it, you're lying. You're lying. Everybody does it.
0: It
2: doesn't
3: mean you don't love the person. It doesn't mean it, it's a moment. And if you have that, it just makes you a normal person. Now, if you can't, if it becomes this thing where you feel like you've made a mistake that's another thing. But everybody looks back on a moment that was better than the moment they might not be having fun in right then. Everybody does it. Just make
1: it so, a bad so, person.
3: That's a part of your life.
1: So just to understand, so you're talking about like a more nostalgic thing. Was, was the question more like, like Kate was talking about like more nostalgic, like you're thinking back on it or you can't let them go as in like you're still dealing with them physically. Was that, I guess it's make, maybe I need to make that distinction. Yeah, could be.
0: All of it as a whole you see what I'm saying
1: so so with with uh so I agree with you know you might have a moment of nostalgia we think about like damn yeah that was she did that you know what I'm saying you know it might happen that that could happen but I think that if like I said if it's if it's a passing moment that's one thing but I also think that if you're if it becomes like a, a consistent thought or a session like you know like I said like you start thinking you might have made a mistake and most definitely if you still if you're still uh, dealing with that person physically, then, you know, the person that you chose ain't your person, anymore. you know what I'm saying? Um, nostalgia is one thing, but, you know, consistent, conscious, wanting to think about this person, wanting to fantasize the daydream about this person, and as most especially, acting on those thoughts and feelings and fantasies, wherever, you know, you ain't got your person in I'm
0: going to segue over to Lewis. What are your thoughts on this topic?
2: I believe in karma.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Boom. Uh, and I, I really believe that listen well if it's the person I chose or the person I've been with they got to, they either had somebody or had or in the, was in the same situation that if it was you know what I want that to happen Would I want them to struggle with that hence they will struggle with me so you know for me I like to just go I, I, I'll go all in I'll say I'll I will exclude that because I'm not saying I won't think about it, like Kate said, because it is you're human. You have experiences. They're great experiences. You remember those. Um, but at the same time, if I've been praying for this person, if I'm saying, God, bring me somebody in my life and I've been really wanting somebody to be with and to be my forever and not want to make a mistake with them. Then I will have to cut those ties and if I couldn't do it by myself I would get help and that's why people are in mental situations where they're mentally messed up because they cannot let things go mm-hmm. and we don't get help for it mm-hmm. if it if it gets that bad I need to talk to somebody yeah, I really absolutely. do yeah, absolutely.
0: so going into our pathology and the way that we were raised our parents our grandparents Do you guys feel like there's a damaged psychology and being like, that's actually being masked by casual behavior like this? Like, do you feel like there's something that we're seeking? I was never loved by my father. He never held my hand. He never told me he loved me. He never really gave me any affection or any words of affirmation. So I'm seeking something or maybe it's just, it's not even that deep. Like I'm just kicking it. Like, you know, worked all week. I just need some like, is, does it necessarily mean that there's a damaged psychology, or is it just self fulfillment?
1: I think that it's a spectrum. I think that you know you just kind of laid out the spectrum. Like I think it could be from always from one end where sex can be used as a mechanism to cope with whatever childhood traumas we've you know experienced. I think that's definitely a possibility. Um, in which case, you know, like I said, you you know men and women. Men can be, you know, they get enough love, they get breastfed enough from their mom or something like that. So that's why they just want to be around women or whatever like that and, and doing women any kind of way. Same thing with women, you know, their father wasn't in their life, whatever like that. So they're seeking that male energy, that male principle in their life. And so they go from God to God. That be. That's definitely a possibility. But like you said, also can, it, can not, it can also be a situation where It's not that deep. It's just that, you know, you're making a conscious decision with another sentient being and you both you know, find each other attractive, y'all vibing, y'all wanna be with each other and y'all do it, you know what I'm saying? So um, when you start talking about pathologies, I think that it's it's absolutely a, a possibility because sex is so ingrained in the human experience. I mean, it's, it's so deeply ingrained in the human experience. So of course, just like a knife can, you know, cut your steak, you can cut a person, it's just a tool, right? And so sex is the same thing in um, intimacy. It's a, it's a, independent of the tool. So you can use it for positive, you know, in a positive way, or it could be uh, toxic as well.
0: I want to roll over to Kate and just kind of get, gain your perspective on this one. Yeah.
3: I mean, you know, famous literary term, everything's about sex except sex. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it, it is, is it necessarily a negative thing? No, you could, like you said, just be working hard and you're like, I just need this. And it is a stress reliever. In that sense, it's not a negative thing. Um, what your intention is, what you're using it for, that's where you get is that the right way to go about whatever it is you're trying to fix. Mm. Um, and that's really, to me, just what sex is all about. In whether you're with someone, not with someone, just in general it's always about what am i trying to get from this in this moment right now and as long as it's um, you know something positive and not like a hole you're trying to fill or something like that then you know you're just keeping yourself
4: healthy i love you <laughs> jalan <laughs> <laughs> i agree with ben you hit on the spectrum of it could be all of that it could be whatever you want it to be um if you feel like you just need some to get through the day or the night or whatever, or you just have really deep issues with, you know, fulfilling some void in, your, in your, your soul, then it could be both. It can be both at the same time, just depending on the situation.
0: Lewis, is there a damaged psychology being masked by casual behavior? Should both individuals be working on self Rather than soul tying or allowing another energy to enter their individual lives.
2: Oh no doubt, um, with awareness brings more control. Hmm. Um, if you're not aware of what your, you know, what your triggers are, if you're not aware of what are the things that you have not worked on, and it bring up certain things that affect the person that you're with, then that becomes a problem. Um, so you have to be aware of what it is, then get the help. Um, the more help you have, the more um, you're well-equipped to handle situations that do come up um, that won't affect the other person. Because right now, we all know we get in relationships or we even start to talk to someone, a red flag will automatically, you know, tell us, "Uh uh-oh, no, you had issues when you were younger or whenever you have not, you know, you have not dealt with them. So yes, I think, you know, working on yourself and understand what are your triggers and work on what those triggers are, you know, maybe not to get rid of them, but to kind of put them in subjection um, so that it doesn't affect moving forward and hope and hopefully the person that you're with work with you and they understand because they may have some other things that they're dealing with, but you work as a team, you know, you learn to understand each other and it shouldn't be an automatic deal breaker. Um, it should be something that you both can work on because both of you are not perfect, but if you have not worked on it and, and you have not worked on yourself, it'll create a problem.
0: Yeah. And I know in my times of being single, I've always, you know, had felt a restraint from my soul all the way down to my vagina. <laughs> it's like, you know, I don't want anything yeah. inside of me. That's not going to withstand a lifetime you know, anything that's a temporary force in my life. I don't, I mean, cause ultimately I'm thinking like, what is the point? You know, when I wake up tomorrow, it's just kind of like, there's always a sacrifice. And Lewis said something early about karma. I just kind of feel like parallel to that statement, anything that you're doing, what is the result of it? Yeah. Orgasm and you feel great and you feel relieved, but you it's, it's kind of like, you know what, that's not the end goal. You know, it, it draws me back to what's gonna sustain me and what's gonna fulfill me for a lifetime. And I think, you know, that's 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 the difference um, for for many. Um, moving on, I wanna know from you all, like what is the detriment of this type of situation ship? What is the detriment? Um, Shalon, I'm gonna roll over to you when you're um, thinking about this topic Um, the detriment that it can hold not necessarily relationship wise but for us individually like what does it do if it uh, steers wrong
4: um it can cause a lot of confusion you know you may attach your self-worth to you know someone's physical act with you and think oh they're only doing it because they find me attractive and then when they don't they don't find me attractive. And you can go down this rabbit hole of thinking lower of yourself because now the person that desired you is no longer doing that with you. So you feel like, oh, they just used me. I'm like a tissue. They, I'm disposable. I'm, I'm worth less because now they're not engaging anymore. They've moved on to someone else. And it's like, you feel used. You can feel um, unappreciated. You could feel you know, valueless, in a sense, to where it's like the precious thing that I gave to you, you just, okay, yeah, it was precious to you, but nothing to me, you know, it's like a dime a dozen. So um, it can take a psychological toll on you, especially if you're looking for someone to connect with and you thought it was deeper than it was. So it's like when it comes to an, an abrupt end and you're like, oh, okay, it's over. Um, You could be left just holding the bag, like in question of yourself, like, what did I just do? Why did I, you know, give myself to this? And you could feel like lost in a sense where, oh my gosh, there were certain situations where I was like, man, I'm so glad I didn't do it. Because Mm -hmm. looking back, I know how I could have felt if I had done it. And it had saved me mentally. And I could even talk about it to this day, even when I talk about situations and, you know, dating certain people and it's like, man, I'm so glad I didn't. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know how it would have broke me down mentally knowing that I did something stupid, you know, to demean myself. Mm-hmm. You know? So it, it, it can take a detrimental turn if you're, if you're not careful. Sometimes it was fun. It was like, all right, it was a mental state. Whereas for me, I'm good. But then other times it's like, okay, I'm really trying to buckle down and look for serious relationship and things. And then it's like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't because I thought that person was worthy of getting it and they were not in the end. So it saved me a lot of heartache and a lot of mental distress, just not doing it.
0: I'm gonna go over to Men Levin Wright. Oh, Cause I know, I'm, I know I'm about to get some gems right now. <laughs>
2: It's it's no you know what it is it's added trauma.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, we don't we look at sometimes trauma as something, you know that we see somebody get killed or we see somebody get hit or whatever it may be, but it's an emotional trauma, mm-hmm. and those are things that if you don't deal with that trauma, it follows you. You have created a new timeline of trauma to get over. You don't even have to reach back to what happened with your mama, daddy, whatever it is. You can just reach back last year that you went through this emotional trauma that messed you up, mm-hmm. that you can't get over in order to get into the next relationship or with the next person. And if you don't get help from that, it will haunt you. It will follow you. It will cause you not. To, it will cause you to make poor decisions again. Mm -hmm. about what you do it'll even exclude you from people who are good for you because when they see that you have not worked on yourself and you're going through certain things they're Mm -hmm. like your energy is just off Mm -hmm. and I don't want to deal with it so that to me that's the detriment if you continue to do the same things and then you don't get the help for it Mm -hmm. Um, and when you stop getting help for something which you should be always learning even learning from that situation Um, it becomes a detrimental to you as an individual and then to the person that you may be potentially trying to get with and you'll lose them. You know, you don't have to, you know, in my previous um, and and what caused, you know, even in my marriage, um, you don't have to hit, you don't have to curse, you don't have to be physical, you don't have to do all those things to lose someone. You could just neglect them and you'll lose them. And when you neglect someone, neglecting someone is when you fail to hear or do the things that you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And when you stop doing that, and you're trying to get yourself into another relationship, but you have failed to work on yourself, and you continue to have that trauma, you are neglecting the person that you're trying to really get with. You're not really hearing them because you can't get over your personal trauma.
1: Of course, you know it can it can definitely be uh, toxic, like we talked about earlier. Um, I think that it's really about when expectations are not either conveyed up front or not met even during, Um, you know, like we talked about, like you, the biggest one is like an emotional imbalance. Like, you know, when somebody catches feelings more than the other person, Mm -hmm. because honestly, I mean, it's been certain situations where people two people start off in a relationship and then they eventually spark a real relationship, you know, so that can happen, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but a lot of times, probably more times than not, You know, those two people, somebody has an imbalance and then, you know, they, you know, it may lead to some toxicity uh, or at some point, maybe one, one or both of them just decide that it's not, it's not going to be there anymore. So, um, yes, it can be detrimental. Um, I don't think that it's, um, I don't think that, you know, in and of itself is detrimental. Like I think it could, you know, you can have a a positive experience with that, but it's, it leaves a lot of room for stuff to go (laughs) wrong. And I think it's, I think it's more, it's more, um, I think it's more. Women have to be much more cautious than that than men do. And I have, just to be honest about that, because um, just because the way that society looks at valuing sex. So if a man is doing that a lot, then it's like, okay, well he's a pimp, right? You know, he got, he a player that a woman does it. She's a hoe, you know? So, so the double standard, there's a double standard that is, that's, that applies. So again, women have to be extra cautious about that. And I absolutely get that. understand that, which is why I go back to it. If you're going to do it, it has to be somebody you're going to vibe with. It has to be healthy. You know what I'm saying? You can't just be out here, you know, in the street, you know, giving it to all, you know, giving it to the streets and everything like that. You can't Honestly, you can't, but I wouldn't recommend, you know what I'm saying? You out there, uh, giving it to the streets, whatever, like that. Um, and I, I if you're gonna do it again, I recommend you you gotta have some real serious conversations with somebody. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be open and vulnerable, real about it. Look, this is exactly yep. what I'm looking for. These are my expectations. Like, and and if you can't meet them, that's fine. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? We can, we can, we can bop with each other some other kind of way. But um, I think where the detriment comes is that, you know, number one, for men or for women, to, the thing that for men to be cautious women to be cautious about is that a lot. How I man just spit, you know, just like we talking about uh, in episode one, they spit in game in the in the sense that they're just trying to manipulate you, tell you what you want to hear. That absolutely happens, and that's absolutely something to do. Do that? No, absolutely not. But you know, again, that could be detrimental for like uh, like Jay said, a woman's psyche because I, I can see how you know a woman can feel less of themselves because they felt some sort of fulfillment from that relationship and the fact that he that the the physical act was a um, an occurrence of his affections for her, his attentions for her, his his his, his desire for her, and when that when that, when that's removed, then it's like yeah that that can leave a void, and I get that. And those are those are some different possibilities in the situation. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, again, if you're gonna if you're gonna rock like that, man, you got to be real smart about it. You got to be upfront, vulnerable, um, you know, truth and honest about it, everything, and you got to be mature because, like you said, man, if that thing good, so that Lord. It's good. You're gonna be you're gonna be like
2: it's, yeah. It, it.
1: What time what time is it now? She get off about five. I'm gonna beat about 503 Give her like three minutes to get herself together after work, you know what i saying? So three minutes. <laughs> three minutes, you got three minutes back. You just, you got to do, just 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 tap it, tap it, tap it. You know what i <laughs>
0: what promotes this type of behavior what promotes this type of behavior casual sex the need for caressing touching feeling cuddling that leads us to you know what it's time what promotes this behavior lewis
2: it's human and human interaction i mean it's human interaction i mean you want that I mean your body is you know full of nerves and things that you want to just touch and feel just a why you think you know spa and spa treatments and all those different things. It's the need for somebody to touch you, you know, and it lead it'll lead to sex because the moment someone if you haven't been touched in a certain way for so long and some guy come along and touch you in a certain way,
3: yeah. it's
2: a wrap. It's a wrap. You know, I'm just being honest, even when you're trying your best to hold back and the vibe good. And that's why I said that vibe and chemistry can go one, you know, can all go together. And then the guy just starts and not even necessarily have to be sexually, just has to be something sensually. And you haven't been felt you haven't felt like that in so long. It will cause certain things to happen. It's just the way it is. We, we, we crave that because it's comfort for us. Um and not for nothing. It's like it's a good feeling. It's a releasing feeling, no matter what it, whether you're having an orgasm or not, it's just a relieving feeling that you're finally being touched. Um, and it makes you feel good. So, you know, one thing leads to another. We crave the touching, we crave the small kisses, especially if you haven't been kissed for a while. You know, come on, ladies, y'all know a great a man with that's a great kisser, you're done.
0: She knew a new skill. You
2: design. <laughs>
0: I'm not a kisser. I don't like kissing. So it's just like not great. I, know, I, can't I
4: we separate <laughs> right at this point. But guilty. Guilty. <laughs> guilty. <laughs> I'm telling you, like we were made for that. We were made to touch. We were made. Or one of our five senses is touch, taste. You oh, know. Yeah, true. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Those are basic sensory things that we all crave and feel and do. So it's only natural to want that from someone. Not you know you, see, you people do it to themselves. but It ain't the same. same. No no no. Not <laughs> it's, just, it's not the same.
0: Yeah. especially for At women all. because yeah. we we need penetration you know it's like it's it's the us. entering of you know but something it, on you that's just like it's like <laughs> you know especially after a while
1: it's like <laughs> it's different for us too now like hey look let me tell you something <laughs> I don't think God made anything better than the Yoni. Like that was the, the first it's probably the first invention of God. Like he's just like, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and get this thing together. The Yoni. This the you know, I would as a matter of fact, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if the universe is one huge Yoni. Like we're all in like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just I mean that's how, what? how amazing. I'm just saying, that's how amazing. I mean, y'all don't understand. Y'all got one. So y'all y'all been with it all y'all life, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying as a man who was not born with one and who feels such joy when I can make one so pleased and pleasure one and feel such more like a man. It's just such an amazing invention of the universe. You know what I'm saying? So feel like you're so I just about the, the
0: universe and the clouds are just streaming you. Right, exactly. Right. That's what I'm you're funny, you're y'all flirting.
3: don't understand. Oh like,
1: it's, y'all don't see that all that yoni back? <laughs> <laughs> that's where I am. This
0: is
1: where I,
3: I'm in the yoni in
1: right the now. Reality. Like, Y'all don't see this? Oh my gosh. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know what? That's funny because your background has, own- well, no, it's been the other thing too, but it's been like that twice.
1: Yeah, yeah. you right. Ah.
4: Yeah.
1: Look, y'all, see, y'all see what I'm trying to manifest yeah. right now? I'm, I'm trying to manifest, look, I'm telling you, look, <laughs> man- I, I feel, I'm going to tell you something, like I, as a man, like I, one of the greatest things about being a man is the fact that I'm a companion to a woman. You know what I'm saying? Like there's nothing, no other greater joy than making a woman feel good, you know what I'm saying? And not just, I'm not talking about just sexually, because I know that's the topic right now, but just in general, like to, to fulfill someone in all four of those areas, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. it's uh, a beautiful thing. And sometimes on the, like, going back to the topic, sometimes on the road to forever, um, but, you know, it, it can work. And sometimes you, in some cases, maybe you don't need that. and You need to just, like what we talked about, you can need to focus just on yourself and just until you find that ultimate person. I mean, it's, it's different. Everybody got their own script. You know what I'm saying? And so you just mm-hmm. stick to your own script.
0: Well, in summation, hey, it sounds like we're all saying to each his own.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I really would just think, you know, if you want, I mean, anything that you want, you know, you can do yourself. Uh, whether if it's help, whether if it's get into a relationship, you can do all those different things. It's just better with someone else. Mm. Um, it's better when you get the help from someone else. It's better when you're in a relationship with someone, whether if you're trying to fulfill yourself sexually or not, it's always better with some, someone else. And the reason being because of the unknown. We have always been intrigued by the unknown. When somebody else do it, you just don't know where they're going. When you do something to you, you already know. It's already thought. It's a thought process. But when someone else involves that's involved in your life, it, it's intriguing. Uh, and we thrive off that. And we want that and that makes sometimes the ex- that's the excitement of something new or doing something that we can that we can't really we can do for ourselves but we it's not enjoyable when it's only by ourselves mm-hmm. so um you know whether if you you know shack it up with somebody on a on a on a, on a backside or struggling that's with something that's coming up. <laughs> um, or, or, or struggling with something i mean i, I think you definitely need um, to not be the only person you talk to, put it that way.
4: I'm a relationship-oriented person, and I want to enjoy those things. For me, it's not boring to be with one person, because if that's the person you're supposed to be with, it will never be boring. You'll find ways to make it exciting. You'll, you'll figure it out and every day is going to be a new day it's going to be you know just full of life and you know there's things you know you could have a fight and make up that's the fun part too you know so i feel like every experience with that (laughs) yeah and that's like (laughs) mind-blowing you know um but every experience with that person alone you know will just draw you together make you a better person as well because you're just giving love and 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 you know, in one direction, I feel, and it flows back to you in one direction. So, um, no, thank you. No.
0: Mm -mm.
1: (laughs) So, um, I understand both perspectives. Uh, I have respect for both perspectives, um, from the perspective of that you do not want to engage with anyone else, because you're on the road to bettering yourself as well as preparing yourself for your next person. I absolutely respect that. I think that that's an admirable thing. I mean, I've actually been, you know, uh, in that situation before or after uh, a relationship, I was actually celibate for like a year, a whole year, you know what I'm saying? And that was my mentality at the time. And I, that was rough, you know what I'm saying? But it was something I felt like I needed to do because I was really deeply ingrained emotionally and mentally and you know um in that and so i feel like i had, uh, had to do what i need to do but i mean i also understand that perspective too which is kind of more where i am now where it's like okay um i'm just not gonna be out here just you know just with anyone but i can see myself in a situation where i find a woman that i know it's not my forever but we vibe and and, and we're attracting each other physically you know what i'm saying we maybe attract each other you know mentally emotionally or whatever else and you know we get down and we we we're that for each other in the moment um i'm not saying that that's that that's a possibility that's not what i'm, I'm just not out here going you know i'm out at bars i ain't trying to pick up women or anything like that but i'm open to that as a possibility um i'm also open to the possibility that maybe i don't find anybody in that way and i work on myself and i'll go to find my, my lady i don't know um I'm, I'm open to to both possibilities and all i'm trying to do is just you know what i do know what i will do is better myself along the process you know continue to to, to you know, elevate myself spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, like I said before. And I'll see what happens for
0: myself. I'm just, you know, I'm just chilling. You guys ever heard of uh, Bob?
1: Bob?
0: No. Bob is my boyfriend. You guys never met Bob? <laughs> I known you guys for a long time battery operated boyfriend. I mean, you know, <laughs> that is my boyfriend.
1: <laughs> rub it out. Time to rub it out. <laughs> Yay, remember that thing guy? Hey, look, look. Hey, that's another topic, but hey.
4: Sometimes you gotta rip-
0: <laughs> thank you so much for joining us at The Purple Mike. We love you guys so much. If you are looking for individual handles, you can find them on our page, Instagram at The Purple Mike. Jalan, Lewis, Ben, thank you so much for your insight, your time, your energy, your wisdom. We look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. Good
2: night. Hi.
3: <laughs> this has been amazing. Wow.